morning, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Starting Strong, your daily Clemson Foothills Church podcast. It's your boy, Anthony, coming to you live from University Village here in Central. Um, Today, we are supposed to be going through James 4, verse 7. Um, But here over the last few days, while I've kind of been reading through this, I just realized it would really be a disservice to um, not read the beginning verses of this chapter leading up to 7. So that is actually what I'm going to do, uh, just because it really just makes it that much more powerful um, and just kind of drives home what 7 is saying. So we're going to go ahead and start real quick. Um, Again, for those who are following at home, it is James chapter 4, and we are going to start with verse 1. What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desire, that battle within you? You desire, but do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have, because you do not ask God. When you ask, you do not receive, because you ask with wrong motives, that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. You adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us? But he gives us more grace. That is why scripture says God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That is some good stuff right there. Great stuff to start the day with, for sure. Just a a reminder, you know, right here, just kind of, you know, reminds us that we are just sinful, natured humans, um, and that we are nothing without God, which is the honest truth. I mean, it's so serious. But just a few places here, you know, where it says um, in verse 3, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Dude, that is so true. I don't know about you guys, but there are so many times where I can I can be praying and it's not until the end of my prayer when I say amen that I realize, you know, wow, that was a selfish prayer. Like I did not pray that you know, with the intention of serving or, you know, with any kind of, you know, spiritual or or godly motive behind it. Um, And then here too, in uh, verse four, towards the end where it says, therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. That is scary. I can't even, I mean, think, just think about all the times where Keith has said, you know, hey, you know, as disciples, you are supposed to stand out. You are supposed to, you know, you're not supposed to be like everyone else. You're supposed to, you know, people are supposed to look at you and be like, hey, like, why is that guy kind of weird? Like, you know, why does he not act like any anyone else? Then it's because you're not supposed to be a part of the world. You're supposed to, you know, pull yourself away from that. And you're supposed to be a disciple. You're supposed to live your life, mm-hmm. um, you know, spiritually and, you know, walking the path that Christ has set before us. Um, so to just read that right there, you know, is honestly just kind of scary because, you know, I struggle with sin every single day. And then to see right here where it says, it literally says anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Listen, I don't know about you guys, but if I got two options, one option is to be loved by him and love him in return and just do what it is I am called to do to serve him and make him proud of me. Or the second option is to live, you know, 80 something years in this world and do whatever I want, but 
make an enemy of God. I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> I'm not trying to make an enemy of the all-powerful, you know, Alpha Omega, beginning and the end. Uh, that is not on my list of things to do, like, ever. Uh, so, yeah, hope is not on your list either. But then coming down um, to verse 7, where it says, Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. That is awesome. That is just awesome awesome submit yourselves then to god resist the devil and he will flee from you you know the devil is not fleeing from you because of you well let me just go ahead and throw that out there if anyone thinks they're big and bad and they can go toe-to-toe with the devil you are probably wrong um the devil is gonna flee from you because of god because god has your back like that um you know, it, it can be so hard to resist temptation and to say no or to turn away. Um, you know, so many times I find myself, you know, sometimes in a situation where it's like, uh, I am about to do something that I know I'm not supposed to be doing as a disciple. And I like to think, and I'm sure most of us do, um, I, I would like to think that Anytime I'm confronted with temptation or with, you know, an option to commit sin, um, that I can just say no and turn around and walk away. But that is not always the case, man. It is, it is so hard sometimes to resist the devil because the devil knows what your weakness is. He knows what he needs to do to pull you in and to trap you. And it is only by the grace of God and by submitting yourself to God, um, that we can do that successfully um and you know it's just one of those things where it's like muscle memory the more you do it successfully you know the easier it's going to be in the future um so yeah but actually just moving on now to to verse eight it says come near to god and he will come near to you wash your hands you sinners and purify your hearts you double-minded Grieve, mourn, and wail. Change your laughter to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Now that is a promise. God has got you. Humble yourselves. Submit yourself. Wash your hands of your sins. Resist the devil. Okay? And he will flee from you. That is what we're called to do as disciples every day. Submit yourselves to God. We are servants and I don't know about you guys, but to serve, you have to submit. That is kind of how that works. Um, and I'm telling you right now, if well, all I need to do is submit myself and serve a God who loves me, even though he really should not love me because I am just a disgusting, sinful human, then that is what I'm going to battle with every day. I'm going to try my hardest to resist the devil so that he will flee from me and I can make God proud. Um, guys, you know, just, you know, food for thought, uh, with all the craziness going on right now, I really hope that you guys take time later to just kind of read through that and see what it says to you. Um, my favorite thing about the Bible, and I love when people call it the living word is because it really is like, I could read this. You could read this. A third person could read this and it is the same thing we're reading, but it is going to hit us differently almost every time. Um, so definitely challenge you to go back to this later today, or, you know, if you're at work and you have a lunch break, well, you know, I have some free time. Um, just hit this and pray through it and just see what it is. You know, God wants to 
to say to you through the scripture um, because it really is a powerful one and it is I think guys honestly probably one of the favorite one of my new favorites just reading through this I think I might make James my new study um, because this was just powerful and something that I really really needed to hear and to read Um, so guys thanks for tuning in I hope you guys have an awesome day I will be praying for all of you um, and I cannot wait for this COVID craziness to be over so that we can all get back together um, and just enjoy and worship um, back in church love you guys have a great day